0: Welcome to FEPS Talks, the podcast series of the Foundation for European Progressive Studies. Find out more about us on FEPS Europe.eu.
1: Hola a todos and buenos dias. I bet that our FEPS Talks listeners are wondering about the reason for a Spanish greeting. On today's episode, we will be bringing you to the heart of Spain, Madrid, where we are connecting with Belén Barrero, our special guest. Welcome, Belen.
0: Obrigada, Maria. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure (laughs) to be in your FEPS talks and share this time with you. Greetings from Madrid.
1: (laughs) Well, lovely. Thank you, uh, Belen, also for the greeting in Portuguese. I appreciate that. Um, And yes, indeed, Belen, the, the pleasure is ours. And many thanks for having accepted FEPS invitation. Now, today is an exciting occasion because we will be speaking about the highlights of a new project that has been initiated in September last year, and which results will be unveiled on the 22nd of February, 2021. So do stay tuned until the end of this podcast for more information. So let me tell you about this new project. The project is called The Generational Impact of the Coronavirus Pandemic, and it follows a long-established joint work by FEPS and Felipe Gonzalez Foundation in Spain on generational surveys. And these range from baby boomers to millennials, and the ambition here is to share, shed a greater clarity on the aspirations, expectations, and fears that generations have towards the future and what sort of perceptions between generations exist and how they can be better understood between each other. And thirdly, proposing new ways and new paths towards bridging the gap between the world of progressive politics and that of young people. And Belen has been our top expert, accompanying FEPS and Felipe Gonzalez Foundation in our Millennial Studies conferences and now podcast adventures. So Belén has dedicated over 20 years of her professional career, to the scientific analysis of contemporary societies. She writes frequently for El Pais newspaper. And in 2018, Belén was elected amongst the top 100 women leaders and experts in Spain. So this is absolutely exciting. There's much more, of course. But on top of this, Belén is also CEO of 40DB, who in turn collected the data for our newest study on the generational impact of the coronavirus pandemic. So after this introduction, Belen, do let us know a little bit more about the technical aspects behind this particular survey and its design. And do tell us which demographic did you look into and why?
0: Thank you, Maria. As uh, we all know, the crisis caused uh, by the pandemic is having a tremendous impact on the Spanish and the European and the world population. Um, The latest economic data and forecast point to an unprecedented recession in Spain, which is hitting harder to the younger generation whose working conditions and economic capacity were already uh, damaged by the previous recession of 2008. So we wanted to analyze the generational impact of the pandemic taking into account the experiences of young people and comparing them to those of the older generation. We have to remember that these people already went through an economic crisis at an age in which they started to emancipate, facing job insecurity, low wages, a difficult access to housing, and so on. These young people are now facing a new recession, just at a time when many of them were starting to get more uh, stability. So we wonder whether experiencing uh, two different crises in such a short period of time is having a huge impact on their lives. For this purpose, we carried an online survey in Spain to the population from 16 to 75 years old. The sample size is of uh, 1,000, which gives us a quite small sample error. The interviews were run at the end of last year, from the 27th to the 13 November 2020. In the study, we focus on the so-called millennials, that is, young people between 24 and 39 years old who were born between 1981 and 1996. And we compare millennials with the rest of generations that we have divided in four additional groups. Generation Z, which includes those between 16 and 23 years old, Generation X between 40 and 24 years old, the young boomers between 55 and 64, and the older boomers who are those over 65.
1: Well, thank you um, for sharing those details, Belen. Indeed, I think it's very timely that we're looking um, in how the pandemic has affected this generation, and especially because you highlighted that this generation has faced unprecedented challenges due to the effects of the 2008 crisis, and now it's uh, facing yet another hurdle, which is, uh, you know, surpassing this one that it's coming around. Thank you very much as well for sharing a little bit more of the details, um, the technical aspects that underpin the survey, which make it not only credible, but quite representative of the situation um, that this generation is living in Spain. So thanks for that. And Belen, Um, Could you uh, perhaps tell us uh, in a nutshell, what's the general state of mind, let's say, of contemporary youth in times of a global pandemic? Um, Do tell us what alerted you the most from the survey results.
0: Well, obviously, the pandemic is the main concern of every generation. They all feel fearful. A majority has stopped doing many things and leaves the house as little as possible. But what alarms me most is that young people are the biggest losers of this crisis. First of all, the biggest losers in terms of employment, income and education. What we see in the data is that uh, those uh, under 40 are the ones feeling the greatest impact in the household economy. In particular, millennials are the generation that has experienced a greater loss of income as a result of the pandemic and has been forced to reduce certain expenses. They are the most affected by job destruction and reduced working hours, Besides that, many of them have had to cut down on education, on training expenses, or even drop their studies or a training course. In the study, there is a devastating fact. And nearly half of those under 40 have delayed a medical appointment or test despite needing it. And there is another troubling finding: Generation Z, between 16 and 23 years old, is the most emotionally affected. 80% of them feel low and pessimistic. For instance, compared to the 2008 crisis, young people consider that this crisis will have an even more negative impact on working conditions or access to housing.
1: Well, thank you. Uh, Thank you once again, um, Belen, for sharing a little bit more of the um, insights on um, how this uh, generation, let's say, um, is perceiving uh, the pandemic. So here, indeed, we understand from you that there's a fear for the future, that the accumulated effects of the preceding crisis are topped on, think the existing ones um, unleashed uh, by the pandemic. And, you know, even for the younger generations, uh, let's say the, the Gen Z bracket uh, is also a cause um, for concern. And then, I mean, you you did say that, you know, the millennial generation is the biggest loser uh, of this crisis. So, you know, you outlined um, a little bit on, you know, their um, employment, housing conditions, income conditions, uh, perhaps a little bit on, you know, the mental health aspect here. Now, I think you were trying to hint at that uh, when you conveyed that the Gen Z is a generation that has expressed feeling emotionally low and pessimistic. So perhaps, you know, you could speak a little bit about that, uh, you know, before uh, we jump into the European context then.
0: Yes, I mean, uh, in fact, I'm really uh, very surprised with this um, finding, because if you think of those uh, young people between 16 and 23 years old, I mean, it's it's really um, that 80% of them feel pessimistic, feel a little bit depressed, a little bit low. I think it's a very important uh, finding, and and this um, led me to think about how this young, uh, the youngest are are living a, a crisis like this, like this one, not only from uh, the point of view of employment or education, but also from the more personal point of view.
1: Mm -hmm. Indeed, personal point of view, access to culture, or even, you know, being able to socialize perhaps as the millennial generation had the opportunity to do so, right? Because basically, of course, uh, the millennial generation, uh, whilst uh, growing up, didn't really uh, face such an unprecedented situation. Uh, and now, Berlin, of course, I mean you mentioned this in the beginning, um, and it's of course very clear that this is a a survey that reflects the national spanish context, right But how about europe let's let's take our listeners to Europe then. How did Spanish millennials perceive the pandemic management by the European Union or other international institutions, and most importantly, what can? or should these institutions do to deliver on the Spanish youth's expectations?
0: Well, here I had some bad news, but also some good news. But in general, citizens in Spain they are quite critical on the management of the crisis by national government, but also by international institutions. In some way, society, at least Spanish society, believes that uh, the crisis is uh, proving. Um, the inability of politicians to address complex problems. Maybe well, we can't talk about inability, but they really have difficulties of, uh, um, for addressing a complex problems. So still millennials are nonetheless uh, a little bit uh, less critical than the rest. So one of the more um, interesting findings in the study is that all generations agree on the need for social policies. I think this is um, a very important conclusion. There is a need for social protection measures. In this respect, the data is very clear. For example, for nearly uh, 75% of uh, Spanish population, social policies are more important than ever. 75%. At the same time, um, more than a half believe that the crisis show the the need for supranational bodies like uh, the European Union or the World Health Organization. So on the one hand, uh, citizens are critical of the management of the crisis, but at the same time, they believe that the crisis showed the need for these uh, supranational bodies. In the case of young people, what uh, we found is that they tend to be even more aware of social issues than the older generation. For instance, they care more about climate change, they care more also about poverty, they care more about uh, social inequality, and also they care more about uh, gender equality. Obviously, they also to tend to worry more about um, the socioeconomic uh, situation of youth, which is, I mean, completely normal. So young people are, are critical, but at the same time, they are really aware um, of social issues and and they care more of social issues than other generations.
1: Well, thank you for that, Belen. Um, that that was really insightful. So here, let's say there's um, a critical eye, um, you know, on on let's say the national management um, of the COVID pandemic. But nevertheless, I think that you know what is very positive, what came very positively of your intervention, is that. The younger generation is aware the younger generation is aware of the need of supranational institutions to work together and tackle this pandemic, and most importantly that what's um, you know let 's say the expectation underpinning this supranational management is the expectations of more social protection, more social policy, and, and you know that there are a, a wide range of topics that the youth is engaged is aware and expects more. You mentioned climate, poverty, inequality, gender equality. Very, very interesting. And um, Belen, I mean, it has been wonderful so far, um, of course, to have you at our FAPS Talks podcast series. And I think that our listeners will join me in saying that the conversation was enlightening and offers much food for thought as how progressives can better understand the issues facing the millennial generation and thus be equipped to actively respond to the needs and aspirations of this generation. Belen, um, I'm sad that we're coming down to this, but we're coming to our podcast wrap-up. So what would be, in your view, a main take, let's say a main take for our listeners to keep in mind? And most importantly, do tell everyone out there Why should they join us for the virtual launch of our survey on the 22nd of February? So
0: a large majority of citizens, I would say, that uh, consider this crisis uh, will lead to a generation of young people that is um, less less well-equipped than the previous one. Um, young people are the ones who will have uh, the worst time in relation to, to employment, but also in, in terms, as we have said, uh, as we have said, of uh, their emotional health. Um, in this sense, I think uh, one of the um, one of the important conclusions is that there is a clear consensus on the future of youth. Uh, the quality of life um, will be worse than that of their parents. And this led me to think that so the, the, the only path is that of greater social protection, greater social protection not only for vulnerable groups, but also particularly uh, and as well for um, young people. Um, and as you mentioned, Maria, uh, the, the study will go public on the twenty-two of uh, February, so today we, we have discussed some of the findings, but uh, there is much more to discover. So I encourage Feb talks listeners to save the date and participate in, in the event.
1: Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you very much, uh, Belen, for that encapsulating message of the highlights of our survey. Uh, there will be much more. So you're of course invited, uh, you know, to join us and discover more. Um, The event, uh, as as we said in the very beginning, is powered by FEPS and Felipe Gonzalez Foundation. Um, The exact timing on the 22nd of February is still to be confirmed, but do stay attentive to the event section on the FEPS website, but also on our social medias. Do follow the hashtag Millennial Voices. Belen, thank you so much once again for this incredible work and contribution on behalf of FEPS and Felipe Gonzalez Foundation. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. And this was Belen Barredo, CEO of 40DB, and Maria Freitas, FEPS Senior Policy Advisor, over and out. Thank you for your attention. If you found our conversation interesting, do not hesitate to share it on social media with the hashtag Talks. More is yet to come. Stay tuned.